Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Lord. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. Hey, hey man, play coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. Mike Tomlin, he doesn't care about style points, 
And you're not going to have style points in a game like this. Uh, they don't win the games handily like they're supposed to. Being an underdog, Vegas probably hates these guys. Um, mm, yeah. You know, or betters probably just hate these guys because, you, you know, you just can't count on the Steelers as a favorite, but you can count them to put up the W. And I don't care about the guys in Vegas. I care about the bottom line. I care about the guys in Pittsburgh, and I love what they're doing. This is a team to me, a team of destiny, and I'm feeling fantastic. Tony, as always, the show is brought to you by Frank Walker Law, the top criminal defense firm to call in western Pennsylvania and West Virginia, and home to one of the nation's top 100-ranked trial attorneys in Frank Walker for his PA office. Call 412-212-3878, or to reach his West Virginia office, call 304-712-2089. Also, check out his website, frankwalkerlaw.com, to see how he can help you in your time of need. Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, real results. Tony, I'm going to come back to you in just about a minute, and go ahead and get your uh, game balls and your grades for the offense tonight. But first, we're going to go to the phones, 859-699. You are on the Steeler final score. Tell me what's going on tonight. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 18 Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even eSports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Woo! <laughs> I'll give you the Ric Flair. <laughs> I love the Ric Flair. This is uh, Tony Lovell. Yeah, I, hey, you know what? I remember the woo from last week. And uh, being a <laughs> WWE guy, I, uh, I love the Ric Flair anytime I can hear it. So, Tony, what's going on, my friend? Oh, man. I, uh... I read the uh, open thread on BTSC during the game, and uh, it drives me nuts how many people are on the ledge. I, for one, <laughs> this has been my favorite game in, like, years. Because it, it at the beginning of the season, it was supposed to be the offense was going to carry us, and as long as the defense just kind of maintained, we'd be all right. But we've been lucky to kind of have that flip, and we've had that championship-type defense and they've been carrying our offense. But tonight, it went to what it was supposed to be. And uh, I haven't seen Ben Roethlisberger, like, 
carries a team like he has in the past like three years. And it was it was nice like sitting back and watching him survey the field and like look to the middle of the field, not just the outside all the time, but look to the middle, pick up yards. Little ch- he was doing checkdowns. He was putting monies on, or he's putting the ball on the money. It was it was it was vintage Ben, and it was great to see him back to being vintage Ben. You know what? I I agree with you on that. Um, the buddy I was watching with it uh, um, in the first half uh, texted me and said, "You know what? I think uh, increasingly." You know, with each quarter, he's looking crisper. He's just uh, has more zip on the ball. He's looking like old Ben, not old Ben as an age, just like classic Ben. And uh, feeling really good about it. And I was thinking, you know, and I wrote this in my knee jerk column. I'm like, you know, if Ben's who we think he is, he's going to go ahead and pull this out. And it didn't exactly happen in the fashion that I thought it would with that uh, in that uh, two-minute drill, but in a 32-second drill, he pulled it out. With 32 <laughs> seconds to go to come down and do what he did uh, to set them up for that field goal, um, for a uh, Heinz Field tying record field goal, um, just, just really amazing. So I think uh, I think Ben is very focused right now. I think uh, he's. Uh, He's thinking about nothing but the prize. His eyes are definitely on that Super Bowl, that trip to Minnesota, and uh, taking home that uh, taking home that Lombardi. And I really think that's uh, where his mindset is. I don't know if that – it didn't seem like it was there all year. I have a feeling it was there all along. But I'm feeling really good about Ben. So, uh, Tony, I agree with you completely. Tony DeFeo, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's looking – I thought tonight was his best game by far. I mean, he was he was victimized by some drops, and some le- legitimate drops too, not some iffy drops. Le- legitimate drops, especially in the first half by uh, Bryant and, and uh, Eli Rogers. But uh, you know, he he just looked great. I mean, he, how many checkdowns to Bell tonight? You know, was right over the middle. They were playing a lot of man to man, and he was just getting getting the ball to uh, to Bell, and he was doing his thing. And 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 even with his feet tonight, he had at least two. Big runs for first downs, maybe even three. If I, you know, maybe my memory fails me a little bit, but, but yeah, I thought he, I thought he was really, did really well tonight. And, and, which is two games in a row now. They, they've done a lot out of the no huddle, which he loves. So, you know, like we talked about two weeks ago or last week, you know, they have a lot of games at home down the stretch, and that's just it's just going to be so much better for the offense. Uh, was it 68 points now in, in in their last two games? So yeah, this is what, this is the offense you were looking for. A bit sloppy with the turnovers, but yeah, yeah, vintage Ben tonight and last week. You know what? Uh, to uh, twelve catches for Le'Veon Bell, um, so you know twelve catches for eighty-eight yards, averaging seven point three, and Ben was finding him and doing well. But uh, you're right, and something that I was thinking about is this is vintage Ben when he's taken off and running with a ball, and uh, three times. You are correct, 25 yards. We averaged 8.3 yards per carry. Um, those guys just looked, the offense looked the part tonight. This is what we've been asking for, and we've said this all year long, both Tonys. I'm going to address both of you when I say this. You know, they haven't hit their stride yet, and they're still winning. And each week, we kept on saying, they're, I mean, they haven't played their best football yet. I still don't think they've played their best all-around game yet. And 
we're getting into the point of the season when I mean you've got a nine and two team now. I mean, so with eleven games in, they've won nine games, most for a Mike Tomlin coach team. So they're they haven't hit their complete stride yet, but maybe this is the start of it. So I'm feeling really good about Ben. I'm feeling good about a team that knows how to win an ugly game, and this was not a pretty game. So, Tony from Louisville, thanks so much. We will talk to you next week, and uh, we'll uh, look forward to some Ric Flair again. All right, buddy? <laughs> All right, y'all take good care. Take All care, right, man. We'll talk to you later. Good to hear Tony from Louisville. Tony DeFeo, i got to tell you, we have got, uh, we've got a lot of happy uh, Steeler Nation um, listeners tonight, and they are all on the line. So I, uh, I, I'm going to ask you really quick. Let's go ahead and grade the offense and defense uh, um, briefly, and let's go ahead. We'll start with the offense. What grade are you going to give the offensive performance? I'm going to give the offense a, a B minus because uh, there are a lot of, like I said, a lot of drops and three turnovers. They they moved the ball almost effortlessly. It seemed like and they. Protected Ben pretty well. I think they only sacked him one time, but you turn the ball over three times, that you can't get an A out of that performance. So I'm going to give it a B minus. And did you ask me about the defense? I'm sorry. I yeah, already. go ahead. Let's grade the defense while we're at it. I'm going to give it a C minus because uh, you give up four touchdowns, and, and, and after they made a 28-21, you know, the, the big play to, to Brown uh, midway through the fourth quarter to let them drive right down the field. You know, I, I thought that was uh, – I mean, they had a big stop at the end of regulation, T.J. Watt with the sack, and, and they really – I thought I had a bad feeling about that. But overall, I have to give them a C-minus. So when it became 28-21, to 21, um, when A.B. made that uh, the second uh, TD catch of the night for him, I was thinking at this point, okay, this is where the defense comes alive. This game is completely over. Um, we're going to go on at 11.30 and be ready to go. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. it didn't happen that way. They, they surrendered a lot. You could see what happened briefly when Shazier went out. Um, I know it was just one or two plays, but uh, they that – that took uh, a lot of the air out of that defense. But uh, when I'm talking about the great defensive performance, the great defensive performer, excuse me, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just throw out my game ball right now. And I don't think there's anybody on defense and you're going to give it to besides the heart and soul, number 97, Cameron Hayward. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I remember um... – at one point, I texted my brother. So I, th- I think he's pissed off at somebody, and I think it's uh, Artie Burns and Cody Sensible because <laughs> he was playing like Joe Green, nineteen seventy-two, like I always say. At one at one point there in the second half. Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, I I, I think I you know because that uh, secondary just did not have it like they had in past years, and they really made uh, they made uh, Brett Hundley look like uh, another number seven for the Packers, uh, Don Mikowski. And definitely <laughs> made him look like Aaron Rodgers, and uh, that guy had a, yeah. a great game. And uh, I was looking at Pro Football Focus, and he's he was like the thirty three, the thirty third ranked quarterback. Um, and his numbers when being pressured were uh, the worst in the league. And the Steelers had the most pressures, and it just looked like what should have been the perfect storm. And here he comes in and just looks. Uh, it just looks like Aaron Rodgers out there, and you know. So uh, I just the defensive performance. I'm going to agree with your C minus there. 
Um, it was enough to get done. They had the stops where they needed to have the stops. But, uh, you know, putting my pessimistic hat on, that's not going to get it done in the playoffs. Um, but then again, on the other side of the coin, this is a team that finds a way to win each and every time. So um, are you going to uh, hand out another defensive game ball, or are we just going to unanimously go uh, Cam Hayward on that one? Well, I'm just—I thought actually the, the the play that TJ what I just the sack I mentioned I thought that was a very big play at the end after they had to punt the ball right back to Green Bay after they just scored a touchdown with like 134 left and he he got that sack there and I, and I think that that basically took them out of their drive because I, I had a feeling that they were going to take the ball down and you know maybe have a field goal attempt or something but for him to get that sack there at that point in the game I thought that was a, and for him to come out of, from, come up from coverage to get the sack. I thought that was a big time play for a rookie, so I'm just gonna go ahead and give my uh, game ball to him just for the just for the heck of it. Okay, I, I like that. I, I I can agree with that. And you know what? I mean, I was thinking at that point, you know, Green Bay is definitely playing playing uh, for overtime. Pittsburgh did not get that memo. They're like, no, nah, we're not playing for overtime. We're we've <laughs> nah. got this, and that's the mark of. A, uh, a true playoff uh, contender, a, a true champion, um, being able to convert when they did, how they did. So feeling really good about that. We're going to go ahead and do uh, offensive game balls in a bit, but let's go back to the phones. Um, we are going to start off uh, with the person that's been on hold the longest, and that would be, let's see, 832. Oh, I know who this is. 832, you are on the final score. What's happening, guys? How you doing? <laughs> Melvin, hey, what's going on, my man? Well, I'm a, I'm a happy camper, man. Uh, since we last talked, man, I've gotten engaged. Uh, no way. Watching my Steelers. Yeah, man. I'm done. I'm yeah. finished. Well, congratulations, and I don't know if you know this, but I'm a licensed minister, Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I am uh I I have I performed six weddings. In fact, I am marrying my uh stepson and uh his fiance coming up on Friday. So uh oh, you know I'll, all right, man. I'll take I'll take care of my boy Melvin. You know <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are post rocking. I, I just got on Bumble this weekend. That's how that's how well I'm doing. So congratulations oh, to you both. I just got on Bumble as a it's a dating site, so I, I'm not doing as well as you guys. So, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, when, when you're ready, Anthony, I'll, I'll uh, perform your ceremony too. <laughs> no problem. I'll take you up on that. I'll take you up on that. So, Melvin, congratulations. I mean, this is – you know what? This trumps the Steeler game. I'm very I'm, – I'm really excited, and uh, I'm really excited for you. This is fantastic. And you just did it over the weekend or today or – when? Well, I did it. I did it. Actually, I did it last Friday, and uh, she wanted to have a week to celebrate before we told anybody and put it on social media and all that good stuff. So I was like, I said, I told, I told her uh, she's sleep now because we're on the East Coast. I'm visiting my brother. I'm in Durham, North Carolina for Thanksgiving. Okay. And I hope you guys had a thank good, th- happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Well, but we um, did. Thank you very much, my friend. It was great. Thank you. Yeah, but she she was sleep. I told her, I said I'm gonna give you a shout out because. I'm feel I'm smiling, I'm smiling a whole lot on the inside. I can't smile a whole lot on the outside because the Saints lost today. So, mm. nevertheless, um, Artie Burns, I really don't know if this if this young man has taken a step back or not. 
Um, that uh, that one touch that that long touchdown when he's supposed to have the uh, he's supposed to have the outside third, and he's standing right there next to Mike Mitchell. Communication problem. I I just I just don't get that guy. He he misses a lot of tackles. He did make some tackles. He misses a lot of tackles, and there's a lot of miscommunication going on in the secondary. And it was so funny. I'm sitting up here talking to my brother about Joe Hayden because he's a Redskins fan, so he hadn't really followed us. And I said, Joe Hayden, he's like, oh, yeah, what happened to him? Like, he's hurt. As soon as I got that out of my mouth, Cody Sensabaugh gets beat up top. (laughs) And I said, that's where Joe Hayden was. You know, I think that uh, I would give a game ball to T.J. Watt. I really would. That kid, anytime you can guard Jordy Nelson as a linebacker on a crucial third down and you on him like glue, you got a game ball for me on that play, uh, period. Because at that time, it was a crucial – it was a very crucial time in the game. I got to say, Antonio Brown's the greatest wide receiver in the world, period. Oh, End of discussion. Absolutely. There's nothing else need to be said. Um, ben did kind of disappoint me on that last drive, that throw behind uh, uh, Bryant, and then that throw too far out for Antonio. I mean – just tighten it up a little bit. You know, I might want a little bit more because I'm from my Hall of Fame quarterback. And the only other thing I want to say is, and you guys are on Twitter, I am sick and tired of listening to, well, the Patriots did this. We can't do this against the Patriots. I don't give a damn about the Patriots right now. All I care about right now is the Cincinnati Bengals. That's who Amen to that. I, I could care less. It don't matter about the Patriots. Hell, if we lose to the Patriots, fine. Because quite frankly, a part of me really don't want to beat the Patriots at home because everybody knows it is so difficult to beat a great team twice in the same year. I would like to have a good game, but let's focus on Cincinnati. That is our next opponent. It don't need to go no further than that. You know, I go back to uh, – I forgot what game it was when we played uh, when I was in Florida, and I said a win is a win is a win, and I'm smiling. And, I'm, and I've come and I've listened to you, and you guys are right on point. You've got to like the ugly wins. You've got to like the fact that they face adversity and they still find a way to win because those guys on the other side of the ball, they get paid too. So I don't have a problem with us winning – I would love for us to do better. Um, I, my dad told me a long time ago, a good field goal kicker, a great field goal kicker is worth his weight in gold. And you kicking 53 yards after missing an extra point, and then actually the uh, the length of the football, he probably could have made one from about 55, 56. Uh, yeah, the way that ball through the uprights. Yeah, he, he drilled it. So I'm smiling. I uh, before you even ask, I plan to be smiling next week when we go to Cincinnati because <laughs> Cincinnati always finds a way to lose. I don't know what it is. You know, we're we are Cincinnati's. Uh, we are to Cincinnati what New England is to us. We always find we, they always find a way to lose, and it seems like we always end up playing a, just a little bit better uh, in that football game. But uh, keep me on hold, man, and I'm gonna listen to your listen to your thoughts. 
And if I and if I come to you uh, about getting married, it's going to have to be in the spring. My girl does not do cold weather at all. I've been trying to get her to go to Pittsburgh. And, you know, she's a Louisiana girl, so I want to come to Pittsburgh, but we're going to have to go to a game in September because October, November, she ain't having it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great, Melvin. Congratulations so much. Um, you know, feel free to hit me up on Facebook anytime, and um, and we'll be talking to you. All right, buddy? And keep on smiling. Oh, uh, yeah, man, I will keep on smiling. Hey, don't forget, y'all follow me on uh, on Twitter, man. Melvin Do two. We'll look for you. Melvin Do two. That's me. Okay, sounds great, my man. I will talk to you soon. All right. Will do, man. Y'all take care. Take All care, right, man. bye, Melvin. An absolute legendary caller right there. Love Melvin from Dallas. He's calling from North Carolina. Just got engaged. Fantastic. That's uh, great news for him. Um, love it, love it, and you know he's he's absolutely right. I mean, you know, a win is a win. And when Melvin was saying that, um, I was thinking about that great line. And uh, I'm not very good with uh, movie lines as much, but uh, Shawshank Redemption, one of my absolute favorites. Of uh, Tony, we have the same taste, so I'm, I'm sure you love Shawshank. And what was the line that uh, Andy Dufresne had to go through? Uh, through uh, two miles of uh, sewer to uh, to get to paradise or something like that, and that's uh, yeah. that's what a bad team can't do. That's what a pretty team can't do. But uh, when the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially the, the 2017 Pittsburgh Steelers, they, they looked dead a few times tonight. They looked like, all right, that's it. You know, third turnover. All right, they they just don't have it tonight. I mean, that's what. Uh, a good knee-jerk reaction would have been. I mean, it's just not going to happen. But they keep rising up from that, and they keep rising from the ashes. They're they're definite phoenixes. And um, I'm really feeling that's what this team is right now, uh, a team that could go through the sewer and, uh, you know, play. If if you want to fight it out, they could fight it out with you. If they want you want to finesse it, they'll, they'll go ahead and match a punch for punch and uh, go ahead and finesse it with you. They – Right now, it seems like they could do it all. But one thing that uh, you brought up earlier, Tony, two weeks in a row, they're over the 30-point mark, and they couldn't do that all season. So if uh, the bar is being raised now with uh, with uh, five games left. Um, the, the one thing that I will disagree with, uh, I, I will agree with Melvin on this, but I'll also disagree with, you know, I, you know, we need to focus on Cincinnati. I completely agree with him on that. I think Cincinnati's dangerous. They do worry me. That could be a trap game. But, uh, you know, we're going to have our eyes on, on New England. And I'm guilty of that, too. And the reason being is the fact that uh, they're the bar right now. They're, they're exactly what you're trying to reach. If you're a, if, if you're a Capitals fan, and I, I live in Capital Country, and I'm a huge Penguins fan, but mm-hmm. the thing is, the Capitals fans here, I love it, because all they want to do is to get to that mark where Pittsburgh is. They hate them, but they want to get, get there, and they want to beat them. And they don't care if they beat, them, they beat them two weeks ago, but they don't care. They want to beat them when it counts. And that's, that's the bottom line. So the, uh, when, when you have somebody that has oppressed you so long, uh, you have a team that ha- has had your number so long, you're going to try harder to beat them. 
and it's going to be sweeter when you beat them. And uh, if we have that, if we have Cincinnati's number, then uh, they're going to come out swinging, and they're playing a lot better as of late, Tony. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's, it's not going to be an easy, Monday night football. It's not going to be an easy game. And 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 even tonight, tonight's game wasn't exactly an, you know ugly. I mean it was actually a great game you know from both teams. But uh, I watched the game on Friday here at Heinz Field. Uh, Miami came in here to play Pitt, number two ranked team in the country, and Pitt was basically out of it, four and seven, had nothing to play for. And Miami played ugly and they lost. So uh, and they pretty much screwed their uh, their national title hopes, you would think. Anyway, so I'm pretty sure they would they would be uh, happy with a, an ugly win right now and, and, and instead of an ugly loss. So uh, I'll take uh, anyone I can get right about now because the more you get, uh, the better are, better chance you have at a bye. And, and if you get a bye, the better chance you have at, at going to the Super Bowl. And um, that, that's basically <laughs> – depending on how things go between now and next Monday, they can clinch the division already. So there really is no – there, there's not a whole heck of a lot to complain about as far as the uh, 2017 Pittsburgh Steelers. No, you know what? I, I like it, a team of – I liken this to a team of destiny. I like a team that could get their hands dirty and play with anybody. I'm starting to think they could play with anybody. Um, maybe that's just me caught up in the moment, but uh, I'm liking a team that is imperfect but perfect when they have to be. And uh, I'm with 32 seconds left in the game – you know, with you have one team playing for overtime, and they come in and say, nah, we, you know, we got this. Uh, you give us 32 seconds, and uh, we have to get in the field goal range in a place in our home that is historically hard to hit anything over 50. Um, and a guy that's never done it, even though he's done it in warm-ups, but never when it counted, and uh, he did it when it counted. Um, and you're right, that, that ball, uh, he – he could have hit a 57. He could have hit it, hit maybe a 58 with the way he he hit that ball. So uh, feeling really good about that. You know, we are going to go back to the phones in one moment. But first, let's hear from Frank Walker Law. Smart or stupid? Those strobing lights in your rear view, that flashlight shining in your face? License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy? Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of FrankWalkerLaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805 or FrankWalkerLaw.com. Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, and real results. Tony, before we go back to the phones, let's give our offensive game ball. Um, you know, we can throw it around to a lot of guys. I know last week uh, we were uh, giving the game ball to uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, you gave one to Martavis Bryant. Um, I'm going with uh, – I can go a few places here. Um, I could go with Le'Veon Bell for the 12 catches um, today. And uh, – you know, the 183 total yards. And, uh, you know, there's definitely other directions that we're going to look in. But uh, I really thought, um, even with the fumble, I thought uh, he was very key in this game. He kept drives alive. So I'm going to go with Juice, number 26, with my game ball tonight. Um, how about you? Well, I agree with yours. That was a, that was vintage. We talked about vintage Ben earlier. Vintage Bell, you know, it's like 2014, 2015 Bell with the like 90 yards on the ground, 80 yards in the air. I mean, that's 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 perfect. 
uh, what, you, what you want from him. But I'm going to go with A.B. again. I mean, how can you not? I mean, 169 yards, 10 catches. I believe that's what it was. And, and yeah. that play he made uh, on the, on the uh, that field goal drive. Was it the field goal drive? Yeah. Uh, where oh, that, that, oh, that field goal drive, he was just uh, – he was amazing. But even in the drive before, I wrote a knee-jerk reaction. I don't think the guy went to Central Michigan University. I think he went to Hogwarts. I think that guy is a wizard. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's just it, – it's, it's so it's so uh, I wasn't even surprised that as, as ridiculous as that catch was, I'm just so used to seeing it now. You know, time I texted before I texted my uncle, this must be what it's like to see Sidney Crosby play every day. I don't get to see him because I have basic cable, but that must that's just it's just it's just you just like not even in awe of it anymore. It's just so common that when 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 he doesn't make a play, you're you're more surprised than actually when he does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, A.B., I agree with that game ball. In fact, uh, that's the direction that I was going in, but I usually steal your thunder, so I thought I would give it to uh, Le'Veon Bell tonight, too. And, uh, you know, a lot of honorable mentions. Uh, you know, you can go Ben. You can um, go Boswell. Um, definitely those those guys uh, came up very huge tonight, and especially when it counted. So let's go back to the phones right now. Um, longest hold time is uh, – one of our uh, usual callers, three four seven six zero five. You are on the final score with Tony and Brian. Big win tonight. Hello. Hello, hello. Very big win. How y'all doing? Ken from New Ken, Jersey. what's going on? Hey Ken. Uh, man, uh, a lot to say. I got so I, I got two things I just want to say off the top before I get into the analysis of the, of the game. Okay. Number one, you got is it, Antonio Brown better than Heinz Ward, yes or no? Oh, yes. You know what? I have to say yes. I, I think so, too. Uh, he's just he's dynamic, he's precise, and I, I just think he has more physical gifts than Heinz did. I think that's, that's where it is. Work ethic, I think he learned a lot from Heinz, but I just think physical gifts, he's just better. And maybe Brown, maybe Ben, as Ben's gotten better, um, you know, he's a better quarterback with Brown than Ben was a better quarterback with Hines. So I, I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, there's definitely a Mount Rushmore, and uh, those spots are filled up. Um, you're not going to take any – you're not going to take Swan, Stallworth, Hines Ward, or Antonio Brown at this point off. And that's a shame for a guy like Lewis Lips, who is who is just amazing, but uh, he just doesn't have a spot in that top four, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, you look at it; I mean, they've done different things. You've got you've got uh, four Lombardis for uh, Swan and Stallworth. Um, you have uh, two for Heinz Ward. Um, you don't have any for Antonio Brown yet, but I, I don't think we're talking about Lombardis here. I think we're just talking about uh, the most dynamic receiver in the game, and those guys did not go five years being the number one or ranked uh, number two ranked receiver in all of football for five straight years. They, they just didn't. And this guy's doing things that uh, he's going to own every single record when it's all said and done unless, uh, unless disaster strikes. That's how good this guy is. And he's making catches now that uh, these amazing catches weren't routine a year ago it seems like each week was like that was just another epic you know sensational wizard-like catch 
So that's why I made the Harry Potter reference. This guy is a wizard. He's, he, I mean, he's not getting Ben at his best like Heinz Ward did. He's getting, uh, he's getting Ben, but not prime Ben. He's getting a good Ben, but he's not getting Ben in his prime right now. And uh, they're working very well together. So I'm, I'm saying yes to Antonio Brown. Um, as you know, I could even say Antonio Brown best ever. Hey, sports fans! Football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. At the position in Pittsburgh, and I know that's a bold statement. I know I'm going to take a lot of flack. That is very, that guy's that is that very bold. I'm, I'm Steeler, Steeler Nation, Yinzers. I didn't say it. Ryan said it. <laughs> um, but I, I'm with you there. So the, the other thing, Brian, I got to get on you a little bit. And it was a couple podcasts ago, and I couldn't call in, but I was listening you don't like Pittsburgh Dad? Come on, man. I hate Pittsburgh Dad. Oh, I don't think it's funny. Come on, man. <laughs> what? Pittsburgh Dad? Actually, you know, I try to sneak it in Come all on. the time. I, I just don't. I, I just think he's a one-trick pony. I, uh, if there's uh, no dice, what is, there, there's really. That's the beauty they put of the last it's, track it's no on. It's, there's, it's just Pittsburgh Dad. There's no tricks. There's no, you know, it's just that. You know what? I mean, I, I love the accent. I mean, I'll say, I mean, I uh, love, uh, I love the gimmick, but I, there's no plot. It's just him yelling at his wife and yelling at his neighbor, who's a Ravens fan, and it's just like, it's just like, all right, it's, it's not that funny. I, I just don't get it. Uh, all right. And you all know right, what? Right, I, let's, I, let's, everybody disagrees with me on that. I think I've got one buddy. And I've got a buddy that's actually in television, that uh, okay. that works for a uh, a CBS show, and uh, just we just can't stand him. And I felt like this since the beginning. But there's everybody. I mean, Jeff, the editor of BTSC, loves him, and everybody uh, everybody else I've had this conversation with. I, I lose this argument every single time. But there's one thing I'm going to stand to. I just don't think he's that funny. Tony, do you feel the same way? Like, what what are we doing here? <laughs> Listen, there's, there's a place for Pittsburgh, Dad, all right? So, anyway, as far as the game, um, I'm very, very uneasy. I'm not um, – I'm, I'm happy we got the win, of course. Um, I'm happy they, they got through a lot of adversity. Um, you know, I – it's it's funny. A lot of teams like Jacoby Brissett, these guys 
they they're playing better than they played in other games against the Steelers. But what I'm seeing is a continuous, um, you know, just habit and just like ritual of them getting beat on these blown coverages. That the only plays that these guys are making for the last like you know the Lions game, the the Colts game, and now this game. It's these big, huge, blown coverages and, and guys not making tackles 40 yards down the field. And this is something that is correctable. No one's just blowing the Steelers off of the ball, but it's like, when is this going to stop? Is the Joe Hayden injury that much of a, of a, you know, of a big deal where, you know, that's happening? This is crazy. So it feels like the defense is getting exposed a little bit. But it's only isolated to that one area and that one style of scoring. No one's scoring any other way. So although the defense is playing better, I'm worried because I can see, especially with the Patriots, with Brandon Cooks, and, of course, we always talk about the Patriots and everything, but, you know, that's the gold standard right now in the AFC. I can see that being a huge issue. Um, And forget about that. We have Cincinnati coming up with A.J. Green, so – what the hell is going on? They have to do something. I don't know what it is. Artie Burns, I'm very disappointed. Maybe, you know, sit him down a series. and see, Let's see what Cam Sutton has. Let's see what Brian Allen has. But, like, you know, this is this – is, uh, I'm, 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 I don't have an, a warm and fuzzy feeling after a 9-2 and two record. I feel like 9-2, and two, I should feel warm and fuzzy inside. I, I absolutely do not. You know, I, I, that's so what a lot of people in Steeler Nation feeling right now because uh, they're worried about what's going on with Artie Burns on that side. Look, I don't think you can sit him down because I, I just don't think uh, um, maybe for a series to see what could happen, but you know, disaster could strike in that in that series. Um, I think you're gonna get you get actually get more plays from Artie Burns. Than, than you do realize. But here's how good Joe Hayden is. Joe Hayden masks all that. Um, Joe Hayden is so important to that defense um, because he just uh, he takes he takes Artie Burns off of that island. And when when Artie Burns is on that island alone, he's gonna get picked on because he's he's a true renegade out there. He's a He's going to go after the ball. He's going to go after the play, and uh, he's going to get caught with his pants down. And we saw that tonight. And we saw Sensible on the other side caught with his pants down. And that's why, I mean, Sensible was your starter going into the final preseason game. Um, It was already set in stone. And then all of a sudden, money ball happens with the Cleveland Browns, and they cut Joe Hayden. And, uh one of the right. greatest waiver wire pickups, if, if that's what you want to call it, um, one of the greatest acquisitions for that team um, happened at that point, and you got to get them back. And you survived two di- two games without them, um, but uh, it's very glaring how important he is to that team. And there's really nobody that's going to fill his shoes right now. The only guy that's going to fill Joe Hayden's shoes right now is Joe Hayden. So got to get him back. Um, I would probably venture to guess that uh, I could actually picture him being back for the Patriots game at the earliest. Um, if that doesn't happen, uh, you might see him. 
um, you might see him Christmas Day um, in a limited role if uh, if it's that bad. But I could uh, I can conceivably see him being back in time for uh, that December seventeenth game against New England. Tony, what do you think? Actually, I'm not hearing Tony. There, there you go, Tony. I'm sorry. Uh, well, uh, it, we're at uh, three weeks now since he's been injured, since he got injured against uh, Indianapolis. So they said they're like what three to six, four to six weeks, something like that. So we're we're, we're coming up on the uh, the uh, the minimum uh, time frame. So yeah, the fact that they've been able to reel off uh, three wins since he got hurt, I think that, that's that that's a good a good sign or a good uh, a, a nice feather in a cap because he very well may be the best cornerback on their the best defensive back on their team right now and uh, as far as Artie Burns uh setting up uh, sitting him down for his, uh, you know I don't think that's necessary really because I mean he's he's just a, a young guy and, and, and you know he, he's susceptible to the uh, to double moves and he's really aggressive and 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 you're going to have that with young cornerbacks but but really what 90 98 percent of the time he's he's really good back there you know in coverage anyway you know he is you know he's has some tackling issues, which was a, his reputation coming out of college. But you know, you have to keep him in there because uh, I think he's he's your number one corner right now. So you really can't sit him down. Uh, I'm not I'm not that worried about the uh, the cornerbacks. Uh, obviously, other teams have um, have picked up on some some tendencies because they've what what uh, NBC Flashnet like something like eight or nine pass plays over the last three games of what thirty or forty yards or more. So yeah, there's definitely a, 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 a growing concern there, but I'm not exactly uh, ready to, to make wholesale changes either. Ken, we good with that? I guess my thing is like already with the gambling and looking in, in at the quarterback, looking in the backfield. He's, it's not like he's close to intercepting the ball. Like he's not even he's nowhere in the neighborhood. He had he had the tip at the end of the game that I, I believe Sean Davis picked off at the tennis with Tennessee, but. Other than that, he's not even close to – he doesn't have an interception yet. So if he just stays home and plays his role, these that's the only way these guys are scoring. They're getting cheap touchdowns. We don't have to – they don't have to work for it. That's my concern, and it's a pattern because it's over the last three games. So something needs to change. I, I, I expect something to change. I'm not saying to bench everybody, but something needs to change. Um, over, you know, within this next game with Cincinnati. And, you know, it needs to change quick because this is not sustainable. This is not sustainable to continue to have these games at the wire, you know, everything, three turnovers, we lose a turnover back. This is not sustainable. So that's all I'm saying. I, I, I want to see it. I think most fans want to see a sustainable win with something that can go on the road or at home, the offense, the defense and the special team, something sustainable um, that the Steelers can put together and Steelers fans can be like, okay, this is my team. I can live with this. Uh, right now, that's not what's going on because of the defensive backfield um, and the plays, big plays they're giving up. But I'm you know what? I, uh, I, I definitely feel what you're saying. I, I understand, and I share those concerns. Um, the only answer right now at this point um, is getting Joe Hayden back or Cornell Lake, um, you know, having a heart-to-heart with Artie and uh, trying to figure out something. 
tinker and practice, do something, and uh, figure everything out. But uh, right now, it's the best of what you have, and that's why that move was so crucial back at the uh, end of August. So, Ken, thanks so much. We will talk to you next week, and uh, that's another primetime game next week against Cincinnati. That's going to be a tough one. But I'm really anxious to see how this team continues to respond, especially uh, in the harsh Cincy jungle. So I will talk to you next week, buddy. All right, guys. Tony, good night. Ryan, good night. All right. And, uh, good night. See you next week. So, Tony, I I got to apologize. Um, something happened. I think you dropped the call, and when you came back in, I did not pull you back up. So um, yeah. you, um, Ken did ask you for – for some backup on the whole Pittsburgh dad thing. And um, I have a feeling that you're going to go against me on this one too, and I'm cool if you do. Um, where are you on Pittsburgh dad? Are you a fan? Or are you like uh, I mean, I, I, I nothing Pittsburgh dad. I, mean, I think he's funny at times, but he, it's not like something I, I don't think he's hilarious by any stretch. But he, but he does capture the essence of every adult that ever yelled at me as a kid, whether it was my mom <laughs> My grandparents, my uncles, my aunt, everybody, my teachers, they all sound like Pittsburgh dads. So in that respect, I, I definitely uh, uh, find him someone endearing. As far as, like, you know, his, his act is getting a little old. I mean, it's been like five, six, seven years now. So, I mean, it's, it's only so exactly much you can pull out That's how that. I feel. I'm just not a fan, but I will say this. I do respect the gimmick. I respect the success he's had. And there's probably a lot of professional jealousy there um, from me. So um, maybe that's what it is. Um, But as far as, I mean, like, uh, please let let this not be uh, disguised as uh, just hatred for the guy. I just don't like the act, but I do respect the act. Um, it's mm-hmm. just just not my deal. But uh, let's go back to the phones right now as uh, I've uh, – Actually, I thought that you were going to be harsh on me on that one. I'm I'm really surprised, but uh, there there are sometimes I did chuckle. I will, I will say that, but uh, those are few and far between. So let's go ahead um, back to the phones. Uh, looks like we have uh, one more caller to get to six four six three five five. It's the final score. The final score is thirty one to twenty eight. And who's celebrating with us tonight? Caller. Okay. Um, so let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, our six four six area code was not coming through tonight. So it uh, looks like we do have another call here. Um, a four one two. Always nice to hear four one two on the final score. Hey, you're calling from Pittsburgh. Who's this on the final score? It's not actually from Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm sorry. It is 412, though, Brian. Oh, okay. Anyways, so having watched half the game with you tonight, I can't necessarily agree with all of your things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is my buddy Darren. And uh, first-time caller, um, let me just jump in real quick. Darren never agrees with me. I've probably watched in the last 10 years, I've probably watched – about 75% of Steeler games. So uh, I know you're never going to agree with me, so that's cool. So, uh, Darren, you got the floor. All right. I got to turn these speakers down because I can get, I keep getting you echoing on me. 
So I, I agree with some of the calls that people are making. You know, it's great that we got to win it all, but plain ugly isn't going to always make it through on things. We have to be able to uh, actually get into the red zone and score touchdowns and do sustained drives. I mean, the first touchdown, we got it on a fourth down play. Yeah, great, it, we got it. But, you know, we shouldn't be fighting every single score every week, tooth and nail, especially against teams that aren't really of the same caliber as us. You know what, I you know, I can't disagree with you on that, Darren. Um the the problem that, that I'm I'm having though is the fact that this is just the identity and the reality of this two thousand seventeen team. This is why I call them team turmoil. Tony, what do you think? Yeah, it, so, I mean, we're, we're we're eleven games through it now. So I mean, this is this is the team that you're going to get. I mean, it's just, this is how they're going to win games. I mean, this is. I mean, if you go back to the 2008 team, not that it really matters now, but I mean, they they won a lot of games like that. They just uh, week in and week out, they just won ugly. They found a way to win at the end. I mean, we're talking about overtime against the Ravens, Tony uh, mm-hmm. Holmes uh, catch against the Ravens, and at the end of the year, the. Uh, the Dallas game. I mean, it, this is this is what they do, and, and or that's what they do then. This is what they do this year. It's just how they are, and I don't think it necessarily means that they're not going to be able to, to 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 put on a performance in the playoffs when when that happens. It's, it's just you know when they get to the you know when they get to the playoffs, it might be a completely different story because you don't know who they're going to play. You don't know who's going to be you know healthy or it's it's just it's hard it's hard to really predict right now. Right now, it's just take the wins as they come. That's, that's that's how I feel about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, take the wins as they come. But, I mean, I agree with something Brian said earlier. You know, you got Cincinnati coming up, a division game. It's a primetime game. It's a huge trap sort of game if you're not up for it and really paying attention. And that's, yeah, that's but, what scares me, Darren. I mean, I agree with you on that, and th- it's really weird that you, that you agree with me on something. And uh, But, yeah, I, I worry about them continuing to take teams – Lightly, that they should be favored. That they were favored by 14 points, and they squeaked by three-pointer, and uh, we're actually lucky to win this game. But I just think that's the identity of them. But I think what you're trying to say is, is exactly what Ken was trying to say too, was the fact that how sustainable is this? But then if you go back to Melvin, um, Melvin will go ahead and say to you, "Hey, just take the win, and and go with it." But, uh, you know, I mean, I know we're we're all looking ahead to, uh, you know, the wild card is not good enough. The uh, the uh, divisional round is not good enough this year. The conference championship is not good enough. It's Super Bowl or bust for this team, and I think we're all feeling it. So um, I will agree with you completely on that. Um, but at this point in the season, I don't think it's going to change. I, no, I don't I think, think it is either, but it was... Go ahead. Go ahead I agree with you. I don't think it's going to change. I think that's sort of what we we're, we're have now. But if they could clean up some of the mistakes, I mean, three turnovers in a game, rarely do you ever win a game when you have three turnovers. It just so happened that we weren't playing a team that was, you know, with their injuries and stuff, is nowhere near their typical Green Bay Packer team. So, and we've had a couple other times where we've had a couple big plays, like in the first game against Cleveland that blocked punt in the beginning that we got the touchdown out of and so forth. So, you know, we've been getting an important play here or there when we need it, but we've been playing awful sloppy with the turnovers. 
Yeah, and that's that's what uh, gives me hope, actually. And uh, I, I know that sounds crazy, but this is a team that are weathering those turnovers. And uh, just when you think that that it's Armageddon for this team, they pull themselves up from the muck and and keep on going. So I mean, I I agree with you on everything you're saying. I've, I've uh, my only advice and the thing that I've probably been trying to uh, instill on you since we watched the games together for the last ten years is the fact that l- let's just go with it and enjoy it and uh, not worry about tomorrow tonight. And but uh, yeah. that's easier said than done because we're all going to worry about tomorrow and we're all going to worry about yeah. next week and AJ Green and Cincinnati. <laughs> and uh, you're right, something's got to give. Yep. Well, Darren, thanks so much. Uh, Darren called in from uh, Hagerstown, Maryland, right down the street from me. And uh, we had a lot of great callers tonight. Um, So uh, first-time callers, it was good to get some first-time callers in. It was also good to uh, hear from our mainstays. We heard from uh, Ken from Jersey. We heard from uh, Tony from Louisville. Heard from Melvin, um, good old Melvin in Dallas uh, by way of uh, North Carolina for the holiday, um, who just got engaged. So congratulations once again to Melvin. Mm-hmm. Um, if I did miss anybody, I, I do apologize. But, uh, you know, a lot of great calls tonight. Um, one thing that whether you uh, are on, on Team Melvin and saying just enjoy it, forget about New England, just enjoy it and go with it, or if you're on the side of Ken and Darren um, and thinking that, hey, something's going to give. I mean, they've they got to fix it and fix it now. No matter what side you're on, we're all agreeing that one tonight. It's great to have that victory. It's great to have six in a row. And, uh, you know, like I always say, Tony, I always say this. You're not playing your best football at this point. And you've still won six in a row. And you're nine and two. And you just yeah. can't beat that for anything. So um, I'm going to take it. Yep. Right now, the number one seed. And, uh, you know, and Melvin, I, I, was it Melvin who brought up the point? Or is it Ken? I, I think it was Melvin that's saying that when you do play a team like, like New England, um, that uh, that December 17th game is not nearly as important as the playoff game against New England. So, I mean, I I get that, too. Um so it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks here in Steeler Nation. The next five, if they're anything like the first 11, they're going to be dramatic. And this is what Team Turmoil brings to you. This is what this team brings. And uh, I'm just glad to be on this ride. It's never boring. And uh, we can never turn the game off until there's zeros on the clock in Steeler Nation, Tony DeFeo. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and as far as the New England factor, everybody's when, when people say this isn't, isn't sustainable, they're talking about New England. That's who they're talking about because there's no other team that I think anybody fears but New England. And if they were winning these last six games by an average score of 38 to 10, it wouldn't it wouldn't make any difference. So it wouldn't have anything to do with what they they're going to have to do when they go against New England. We all we all know that's about a matchup. So. That game, whenever whether it's in the regular season or if it happens in the playoffs, it's going to come down to how they adjust and how how they from last year and until and, and now the matchup. So it really doesn't matter how they're performing right now. What matters is how are they going to match up against the Patriots when it matters. So 
that's my final say for tonight. Well, you know, I appreciate that, and uh, we'll see. But right now, on the docket, our, uh, our next, uh, we'll just call them the defendants on the docket because they're the Cincinnati mm-hmm. Bengals. Uh, I call them the, uh, the Queen City Convicts. And, uh, you know, they're, <laughs> you know, I, I, funny story. Let, let me just uh, sidebar real quick. Um, right before the, uh, the season, I, I was up late one night. It was like, it, it was Sunday of Labor Day weekend. And I said, you know, I'm just going to join a fantasy league. And I just went on ESPN to join a fantasy league. And I joined a Cincinnati league, and there were whole Bengals fans there. And so <laughs> I, I, I just decided just to mess with them. And I'm still in the league. I'm not doing that well, but it was an auction league. So I made sure that I went, and I just overpaid for Bell, Brown, and Ben. <laughs> I just overpaid, <laughs> and they're ripping on me. But they were all they're all Bengal fans, and I just made sure that I just got all my Steelers just to mess with their league. And uh, mm-hmm. I named my my team the Queen City Convicts just to screw with these guys because they're Cincy fans, and that's what we do in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Absolutely. So that being said, old. it does not get old, and I can't wait until next week. Um, you know, this week is going to be a lot of fun on Behind the Still Curtain because, um, you know, we're going to get those uh, those uh, Cincy Trolls coming in on the sites in the comments section, and uh, they're going to be spewing their venom, and uh, hopefully we'll just turn around and do what we always do and just say scoreboard. So with that being said, the final score tonight was the Pittsburgh Steelers 31 and the Green Bay Packers 28. It's a glorious night in Pittsburgh and all of Steeler Nation. For Tony DeFeo, for Frank Walker Law, for Behind the Still Curtain, I'm Brian Anthony Davis. You've been on the Steelers' final score, and we've been on the winning end once again. Good night and God bless, Steeler Nation. When it rains, hit the lakes. Experience the best in weatherproof fun at Bolero. Bowl, play games, and treat your taste buds to Bolero's signature menu. Don't get wet, go bowling. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. Fullcast. I keep telling you, we're not Fultron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations, Bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts or coaches making terrible decisions or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Podcast. It's not Voltron.